Welcome to the first episode of Help I'm High and Can't Get Down. This is Chris Johnson. <laughs> Damn, that describes you so well. <laughs> You'll never come down, man. Dude. Yeah, man, I've been sitting on that for a minute. That's beautiful, man. Oh, thank you, thank you. Lean into your truth. Lean into my fucking truth, bro. Uh, dude, so I brought you on first because like, you were like one of the first... like comics yeah. that i really started like talking to and hitting up man it was uh <laughs> two years ago man yeah can you believe that fucking that was like what september october something when did you start exactly because i think i might have started right before you or maybe maybe right after i don't know yeah, i think when did you start? i think it was like the same two weeks yeah i started september 16th i believe i want to say i was either late august or oh, yeah. any time in september yeah I was like, really, did you like go out and like hang out and like check out the vibes before you like started going up, or did you just start no, going? No, man. Um, what happened was I went to a like a festival in Franklinton, and for for whatever reason, I had been writing comedy. I don't know why. I really that's the only thing I can say as far as I don't know why I started. You know, people. Some people oh really? Have that, yeah, but I don't know. I and my buddy just told me to go up there. The, the guy wouldn't let me up there and this one black dude starts cracking on me in the crowd i can't remember his name he doesn't come around anymore but he was a comedian big big black guy big black guy uh back then he okay. was a fitness trainer i think and he moved out of ohio shit i don't know if i know who you're talking yeah, about right now. not it sounds like i'm describing mo <laughs> mo hill but no so he cracks up and I look at the guy and I'm like, hey man, can I defend myself? And he lets me up. And I, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, and I just had a joke I had already written. So I was like, mind you, this is the, I'm still doing this joke. It's the feet joke. It's groups. Oh, now, shit. Hell yeah. First fucking joke. I'm still working on it two years later. But the guy, uh, after I come off, everybody's like, come to Shrunken Head. Come here. Come here. You know how they do it. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I feel like. I might maybe there's like one joke that I'm still doing that I was that I started off with, mm -hmm. but I I don't think I've touched any of that old shit, dude. It was it was rough. Yeah, because yeah. you sort of grow out of that initial poke at your what you think your voice is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like, I had a lot of people tell me that they were like, "Hey, I don't think that you sound or like your jokes like don't sound like you're making them." Like if that makes sense. Yeah, I know exactly what they're talking about. I forgot about that because I'm so used to this new you on stage. But I forgot when you were on stage, like the first few times, it was like, we like this dude. We see he's got a good heart. He's, he's, he's jolly. He's got humor. What the fuck is he saying? Dude, I know, bro. I, I, had no, I don't know what the fuck I was doing. I feel like probably just trying to get laughs you know what i mean just in the yeah beginning. i think you fast forwarded into what you thought you were supposed to do yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. exactly exactly mm -hmm. and it was and I, well because working at the funny bone really jades you a little bit because i was telling yeah because i was telling him were you working at the funny bone when i first met you yeah wow yeah yeah so that was like right before i started and so when i started i was like uh i wanted to like get a vibe for like what professionals were doing and i wanted to see what the locals were doing at first and like the funny bone was kind of fucked up because it's like when professional comedians go up 
all those people are coming to see them. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like they They're can say, yeah, them. they could just, yeah, they could just say, "What's up, motherfuckers?" And everyone's like, ah! And it's just like, dude, it's like this isn't. What is this? Yeah. But yeah, man, I was gonna say, dude, you remember, you remember the two guys that we started with? I remember uh, a college cokehead <laughs> and a military uh, boothead. I thought he was there last night. Mm. He would the there was a guy in the front. He would have said something to us. Yeah, that's what I thought. But he was the guy that was sitting in the front. He had the hat on, and I was like, dude, that looks like Robbie. But dude, I remember. Remember, I took you guys. I invited you guys to the tap room in Columbus, the Columbus tap room, and uh, we all did that like little fucking uh, presentation thing that he had all set up. Oh yeah, the guy. He he had it all <laughs> mapped out what he wanted us to do. Oh, wow. Bro, and then the craziest thing about that is, is that that guy used to sell, used to sell windows, okay? Mm -hmm. And so what he ended up telling me is that like, yo, I, uh, I have to do presentations for my job, and I make like I don't know, it was like eighteen, twenty dollars an hour or something like that. And he's like, I don't ever do the presentations. I pay Indians two dollars an hour. No way. In to in make these dude in India, dude, yeah. It, so these dudes in India are just fucking making these presentations, wow. and then he just goes to people's houses and then presents them and sells fucking windows. So he's global outsourcing Bro, intelligence, dude. And but the craziest thing though, the reason why I'm bringing this up is that when we were at the club, uh, the tap room, and we were do doing the presentation, he had a lot of like shitty, like. English errors and I was like I was like bro what is going on here bro and then I asked him later and I was like bro did you have the Indians do the comedy presentation fuck you bro did he answer oh yeah he yeah we got into a giant fight I was like kind of upset about it I was like like this is like wrong he's like bro it's like $500 in their money and I was like uh. I was thinking about staying the winter out there it's so cheap, and it's pretty much summer when it's winter here. Oh, really? But there's so many people there. Yeah. I wouldn't want to. I didn't want to do it. So I was thinking about. Uh, I chose uh, Vietnam instead. Hell yeah, bro! A place called Ho Chi Minh, the former, formerly known as Saigon, but now they got COVID, so, ah. so they're not processing visas. For for those of you guys who don't know, uh, Chris Johnson is actually a thousand years old, and he's he's definitely the oldest comic here in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> What's the secret, bro? Uh, secret is vote for Kennedy. Oh and, shit, dude! You know, I always thought it was, keeps you alive. I thought it was the gap in the teeth. <laughs> That's where the wisdom comes from. Uh, yeah. But the caveat is, if you punch me, in it, I, I lose three years. I start looking. <laughs> 40 again uh you ever like whistle through your through no. your teeth? No. I, I don't know some people <laughs> some people take take their you know whatever. i feel like this is a white versus black people question not versus <laughs> but like like versus battle right now drop some bars here it goes so what's up with the, what's up with noun leaders dude <laughs> is gap exclusive are gaps exclusive to black people bro i i love watching the fucking videos of like the kids bop shit like the, uh, you know, the, or the now kids or whatever, like the kids, they like do renditions of like pop songs and shit like that, bro. It's nuts. Like 
You've never seen this? Of course not. Oh, what? Like, I'm not saying you've watched it, but you've never seen it advertised on whatever? Oh, yeah, dude. This is like a, this is like a thing. Like, white kids get together. Like, they pay them money to take, like, songs from, like, R. Kelly or fucking Taylor Swift. And then they do those songs. Like, nope. Oh. Kids singing R. Kelly. <laughs> Not familiar. No. Sounds great. Sounds like a great time. But I don't have time. It, you don't have time? Yeah. No. And I don't do anything. But, yeah. <laughs> but I'm not watching. He's like, he, he said he was late getting here. And then he was like, I was like, hey, man, how was your stuff that you had to do today? He goes, I didn't do any of it. Dude, that's so me, though. Like, I get off of work. And I'm like, I got so much shit to do. Like, on Thursday. Fucking, they asked if I wanted to host at Saber Point, and I was like, I was like, I'm gonna be honest with you, I wanted to stay home today, <laughs> so I'm just gonna stay home. So, yeah, I think uh, was your choice to stay home instead of hosting just relative to your feelings in general, or was it your comedic energy? It was a, it was a decision. I had already decided. I was like, all right, Thursday is going to be the day I'm going to stay home, do chores, hang out with my dog. Because, uh, like, Monday, Tuesday, I, like, had come back from, like, my sister's house. And then Monday, Tuesday, uh, did that show on Wednesday. Fucking, and then I was like, but at the same time, like I said, this is, like, the first episode that we're recording. And this is on Saturday. It's like, this would be the week that, like, everyone's like, hey, Eddie, you want to do this? You want to do that? I'm like, God damn it, dude. Like, I just want to be lazy for, like, the rest of the week. I heard you say you were at your sister's um, bra size. Go. Uh, I don't know. Probably like 32B. <laughs> she's pregnant, or she's she was just pregnant, dude. So she's probably a C now. Oh shit. I don't know. Like, wait, hold on. You lost me. You lost me. Wait, hold on, hold on. So I don't know how this works. Is is the number the the? Oh, so the the number is the width of the back. Oh, oh damn! Yeah. So, and then the letter is like just like the cup. Yeah, yeah, and that varies, you know. <laughs> they can be deceitful in that way. Oh shit! Yeah, big backs are not my thing though. So you also lost me at thirty-two. I'm like a twenty-eight. I, I I don't know. She's probably closer to that. She, I, don't <laughs> I don't fucking know, bro. I'm, I'm, I don't look at. I'm just talking shit. Yeah, I mean, man, this is what this is for. I love this shit. Uh, yeah, dude, but we used to have fucking Ben and Robbie. That was our dudes. Oh, yeah, Ben. Yeah, yeah Ben, he was the cokehead. <laughs> fucking, dude, I remember I smoked, uh, I was smoking a joint with them in the car. And I'm not, like, bashing these guys, by the way. I'm just, like, you know, we're just shooting shit. But, like, <laughs> we were sitting in the car, and, I, and it was, like, the moment that I was, like, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be hanging out with these guys. Because they were just, like, we were all smoking, and they are just, like, it's, like, I'm God dude and i was like i was like what, what? <laughs> dude this is like for real they were like yeah dude like everything revolves around me and is a reflection of me and i was like all right like i'm into like spiritual stuff like i've looked into it and everything but like you're getting a little too like drink the kool-aid e for me you know what i mean well i think um it's wild to hear uh, the, the guys from that particular demographic say that but because I've heard it from other people. That oh, thing. really? Yeah. And they mean it. I think, um, and I don't I don't have a take on it, really. Like, I don't have a definitive answer for where I stand on it. But I do understand, like, how they say God made us in his image, you know. 
And I do believe, uh, you know, if you're into Jesus or whatever, Jesus was the sort of the perfect human being. Yeah. Right? And so, like, mm, if you, and they said, you'll do these things, too. He says, you'll do these yeah. things, too, better than me. He yeah. says, you'll do. So, it's like. Yeah, I think it's like, you, you'll do great works. Yeah, something, something like that. Like, like that, better right? than, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, healing people, walking on water, all these things. I don't know. So I mean, if you think about it with technology, we're kind of like that. Yeah, Jeff Bezos and fucking whatever his name, Tesla guy. Yeah, you know, Elon Musk. They're, they're pretty much the new Jesus Christ. Who do, you, who do you think? Actually, dude, so here's my theory. My theory is that, so, like, and I mean, obviously, people probably thought about this before. And Dave Chappelle actually did a joke about it in a special. And I was like. Bro, that I've thought about this before, but he talks about space shoes. Stop it, dude! <laughs> Fucking nobody. Only two people on the planet know I had this thought before he made that joke. What? I had that fucking thought, dude. Way before comedy, dude. Dude, because you no, know, listen. Because mine's like crazier. It's not like I was like writing a joke or something mm -hmm. like that. It was mm -hmm. like when I was like going down my weird path that I was going down for mm -hmm. a minute. Mm -hmm. I was like looking into like all this crazy shit. And I was like, bro, like, how crazy would it be if motherfucking, like, humans become technologically advanced, we fucking leave, but we can't come back because we don't know how or, like, we don't have the resources to, like, do both. You know what I mean? We can't, like, go back and whatever. And everybody here dies. We all fucking forget. You know what I mean? The people who do remember, they'll die eventually. And then all we have is stories about... Elo Musco is coming mm -hmm. back eventually, <laughs> and he, they never come back. No, my well, yeah, but my thought was, what are aliens? Yeah, right. And I'm like, you know, they, we have these pictures, and they say these sightings, and I'm like, why do aliens have two arms, two mm -hmm. fucking legs, and a head like we do? You know what I mean? They should be all just like dicks or something, just floating dicks or something, something like that. Like some we could never fathom. And I'm like, well, they're probably white people. Who had enough money and technology to go out of space? Bro. Their bodies changed a little bit because of the atmosphere, and then they had to come back and kill people to alter yep. shit to yep. make the way, make things That's the way they so needed nuts. it to be. I thought about that because I was like, who, if anybody was going to be the aliens, and this is not like a racist, like oh, they're more technologically advanced, but to me, it would make sense that people who are far away from stars who aren't getting any fucking sunlight are going to be fucking pale as shit. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. it's like shit. Did we fucking come here and just fucking? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it make, like, why would anybody? Why would why would regular al actual aliens be so interested to come back here and and not even like do anything? Like just do little secret shit. That's so like I'm a Republican. <laughs> That's a fucking Republican QAnon move. shit. Fucking. Nah, the QAnons are not civilized. They're not civilized. They're not civilized enough to do smart shit. I think I think it's hilarious. Because every time I go out now, everyone's like, you get some of that Candace Owens pussy? <laughs> just like, <laughs> just... Written hour or written house or whatever. Oh, Starts shit. Starts crying and she's like, he is an innocent Bro, boy. It's so, dude, it's so savage now that like I'm like slowly starting to get better at writing jokes mm. where I'm now starting to find that like there are some comics that like I'm like, running into like the same plot train with or like mm, thought yeah. or whatever like yeah. uh last night i did a joke about uh i was doing my uh alec baldwin joke mm. and then 
just to like tie it in, I did. Uh, I I said, yo, do you think that Alec Baldwin will do a better acting job at crying in front of the jury than Kyle Rittenhouse? <laughs> and then I was watching <laughs> Sam Morell or Sam Morell. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he did a joke that was like, he was like, oh yeah, they're gonna make a Kyle Rittenhouse movie. Who do you think's gonna play him? He's like, I know what you guys are thinking. Alec Baldwin's too old or something like that. And I was like, dude, <laughs> goddamn it, bro. Like yeah. everybody's like. It's just so crazy. It's, well, because it's like we all are experiencing it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the, the hottest you want to sort of tap into that or tap in on. You want to talk about the hottest topics. And, yeah. Well, it's also kind of like what we were talking about, like last night when you were asking about that joke about uh, the hung jury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. you and I were on two different like roads because yeah, yeah. you were thinking about you know this, yeah. and I was like, yo, yeah. what about this? And you're yeah. like, that was oh, perfect. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah. Um, uh, Gary Owens has a story about him and D.L. Hughley um, having not seen each other's acts at all and had the exact same joke with the exact same two references. Like, Oh, shit. Yeah, it was like Precious and Beyonce sort of thing. And it's not that's not like some cosmic coincidence. It's just, you know, we're all sort of have common denominators in the way we think on, on things as far as comedians go. So you have that, you know. But I think uh, the challenge is to find an angle that's that nobody else. Yeah, dude. You um, do you go out like to a bunch of different cities often? Uh, I don't know what how I don't know what how much often how often is often. Like, would you say that you go out of town once a month and mm. do shows? Like, do like you know? Almost. Okay. At least every other month. Okay, and then and we and sometimes it's just Springfield, Akron, Cincinnati, or what's something. the what's your favorite spot? Like, cause I am about to start like hitting up like cities outside of Columbus. And I'm like, which spot is like? Are we talking nationwide? Huh? Are we talking nationwide or Ohio? Or just like yeah, like just in Ohio, just like starting to branch out. Like, where would you say is like the place to go? Um. I think the suburban, like, not suburban, those rural areas, like, uh, areas where, uh, shit, like, I was at Akron, uh, okay. or something like that. But they like me because I'm talking about being black in their neighborhood. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I think there's a, there's tension there already. And yeah, I, yeah, and yeah. And I release it for them. They're happy to hear somebody talk funny about that type of shit. So I don't know that that'll be the same for you. But Cincinnati is sort of nice. Okay. Uh, Audience-wise. Okay. And then Akron, Cleveland, Cuyahoga Falls has a, has a scene. But, oh. man. And then your favorite city to do stand-up in? Go. We're nationwide. Vegas feels great. What? You did Vegas comedy in Vegas? Yeah, man. Like two Was weeks, it a paid show? Even, not even two weeks ago, no. Oh. I just went out there for a week and did mics. They got like ten mics a week. Damn. The audiences, you know, are come to see comedy it's like oh we couldn't get into eddie griffin because they were sold out but let's go over here real quick it's free. <laughs> dude you know what i'm saying eddie griffin bro. right and it's like yeah <laughs> there's like 20 but i'm saying it's like you know there's lots of comics out there like national yo bill burr's got a has got a residency out there coming up oh okay okay but yeah they're real audiences and you have in uh it's hard to read the crowd because Ooh. you got 10 people together from denver over here, Vegas locals, and a handful of New Hampshire motherfuckers over here. Okay, you know what okay. I'm saying? 
Hell yeah. But it's also like uh, the energy. It's, it was what I love. It's just uh, uh, vac vacation energy, everybody. Yo, I, that's how I felt like last night. Last night during my set, I felt like it was like too easy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I literally went on stage and I was like, and I'm not going to say it was like the best set of the night or whatever, but like when I went up on stage, like literally, I, like people were losing their shit because I said the word retard. They were just like, ah! <laughs> it was just like, I was like, all right, this is going to be easy. Like, you guys are just like here to like lose your minds. I love, right I love, I love that when you get a crowd that's just fucking happy. Yeah, dude, it's just like, I don't know, man. It's. it's Sometimes it's hard, like when we were at uh, that Tuesday, that Tuesday mic with you guys, and everybody was just getting crazy after Brian Harris started talking about crabs, dude. I was like, bro, this is making me nervous. Everybody was like getting hyped, and then that dude who was talking about 14 year old pussy, it's like, this is the best, this is the tightest I've ever had. I was like, bro, you need to chill. <laughs> oh, man. Oh shit! Yeah, that that might be on the bricks on Tuesday nights is uh is pivotal for the scene, dude. I that I had I had some girl tell me I was out of pocket, and then she told me that uh oh you black is what she said. <laughs> I was doing my jokes and she was like oh you black, and mm -hmm. I was like uh I it's one of those moments where I was like oh. I didn't know what to say because I was nervous. You know, obviously I was like, uh, and sometimes I'm not always like, you know, like that. And mm -hmm. so when I got off the stage, I was like, ah, oh, dude, I should have made a joke about like, now I can say the N word, right? Like, or you know, like, <laughs> something like that. Because like, I felt like my set, uh, there was, eh, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I felt like it was, eh, but, yeah, but I think you, I think we all have a lot to, a lot of growth to grab. Oh out yeah. Of that mic, obviously though. like out oh. of that particular mic. Though. Yeah. You know, and and it's beautiful that she could say uh, that about you, even though you're not like this guy with uh, dreads and Air Force Ones, and you know what I'm saying? Oh, dude, like, uh, who was the comedian last night too? Uh, he was in he was in like a black comic, nice suit uh, or vest. Oh, uh, bigger guy. Oh no, no, not the bigger guy. He was uh, thinner. Um, oh, last night. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know who he was. Okay, okay, yeah. It, but it was funny because when uh, did he go on stage? I, th I think he said he was going on stage. Yeah, because yeah, he asked me for advice, and I was like, bro, just say. Oh, he's a newbie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but he, when I mean, Xavier was on newbies, stage, he was, like, he was like, I don't know what this guy is or whatever. And then he, like, looked at me, and he's like, half black and half Jewish. And I was like, I was like, you're the second black person to tell me I'm black today. You know why it's beautiful that somebody can say that about you, even though you're not appropriating in, yeah. any, in any way? Yeah. Because uh, we're all sort of black, you know. What yeah. I mean? Like we're all sort of the same, whatever the fuck that is. Yeah. Right? And so for somebody to be able to notice that in you really quickly is is a good thing. I think I think the problem is that a lot of people, uh, I think we focus a little too much on the race issue. I think it's mm -hmm. more. I think it's in my opinion, at least, because I grew up poor. I think it's more of a classist issue. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Because it's like, and even. And I've noticed, but 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 if you look at me, you're like he's poor, <laughs> yeah. and look at you like yeah, he might be good. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Well, and, and it's like crazy because it is dependent upon your looks. Because mm. I mean, I growing up never wanted to like be poor. Mm. I always wanted to look like a jock or whatever. Mm. I ne I didn't fit in. Like they mm. didn't they weren't my friends. Like mm. until like senior year. But mm. like 
I was like trying to fit in super hard. But like there was one time when I was walking into Walmart with a dude that I used to work with at uh, Longhorn and he was like, you know, tall, thin, was missing, you know, maybe some missing teeth or whatever. And when we were walking out, they stopped him and I was in my manager clothes and they didn't stop me. So it was just like one of those things. It's like, I think (laughs) it's more of like a, does this person look like, they would steal from us. And yeah. sometimes it, it obviously sure. sometimes it is a race thing. Yeah, because with your, if you're, if you're Brown, it's like automatic. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And, but the thing that I have noticed, which, which sucks, is an American problem. Exactly. But the thing is though, is that when you talk to other people, it's like America, at least from like what I'm hearing is that it's America's like chill compared to like other countries like Europe. I hear that Europe's pretty bad. I've never and, been there. Yeah, I mean, I've never been to Europe specifically. I mean, I went to the New difference, Zealand. Uh, well, a big difference in the two is that a lot of those countries don't have guns. The citizens don't have guns. Ah, uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, true. So like, I'm not worried about what a motherfucker says too much. You know yeah. what I mean? But if, because I can say what I need to say too and we can go on about our business. But when a motherfucker's like, what? <laughs> You about to hit me, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, Where'd you grow up at? Uh, I was born here in Columbus, uh, Greenbrier. What? Greenbrier, you know what that is? No. I'm not, fr- I'm not I'm from here. I'm poorer than you. Hell yeah. Oh, no. You're not from here? Nah, nah, nah. I didn't know that. Where oh, yeah. Where are you from? I'm from a Enough small- about you. So I'm from here. <laughs> I, went yeah. to, uh, I went to school in Chicago for a little bit. Okay. So both. I went back and forth. Uh, how long were you in Chicago for? Like, for like... Uh, from ages like 14 to like 22. What kind of kid were you? Were you like a uh, totally different person? Were you like a gangbanger or were you like a, were you like a well, nerdy you kid? I'm 76. So back then there weren't gangs. Oh, you know what I mean? oh, oh, back then there weren't yeah. gangs. There weren't even shoes. We were oh, just you like, were a slave back then. <laughs> <laughs> you were helping. Nah, yeah, definitely. Well, gangbanging is different out there. It's like. This neighborhood, this two square miles is a certain territory. Okay. And you just are one of them if you're in there or you just don't talk to anybody, don't come outside. There are those people. So you just, so wait, so you're saying that like you're like regulated to like staying in like certain zones? Well, if you go onto on, into another zone and they don't know you, like... <laughs> Like one time I ran out of gas. I was going back and oh, I and shit. I ran it from here and I ran out of gas right before a certain street, right? And it, and I get gas here and uh people are looking at me like dudes are like what? They're doing this when they walking past like <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And the in the in the gas guy, they're Arab behind the fucking five inch glass and shit uh, is like looking at me like what is that get about the fuck out of here what is that about why is because it because if you live on this side you're say blackstone you live on this side you're say gd okay. g- gangster disciple and these guys have been killing each other for so long when you when you, when they see somebody they don't know they like is this the nigga that killed my cousin brother uncle best friend son daughter you know what i mean it's like we don't who the fuck are you bro so do you think that there's ever going to be a time where we stop hearing about like crazy numbers in Chicago? No, well, I think that's a media thing. You know, they want there's a there's something to be there's something to be valued by the oligarchs to make make it look like 
especially on Fox. That's that's a thing yeah. for them. They're like, look at look at Chicago. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. an arguing point for them. Yeah, yeah, Chicago's yeah. murders and they're yeah. killing each other. We might as well too. Do Black Col- lives matter? Can't matter till they matter to the me too. I'm starting to get worried about Columbus. Yeah, per capita is pretty crazy, but I mean that's any city. It's just any city. Chicago's just very segregated. You know what I'm saying? So you can see things more clearly. You can see what's happening there more clearly. But killing each other is just a proximity thing. You know what I mean? Whoever lives, you can't kill somebody who lives on another side of town that you're never going to go to. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> if, if, your, if your wife ends up dead, guess who's the number one suspect? <laughs> the nigga who sleeps next to her every night. Whether oh, you're a Chinese shit. nigga, a Russian nigga, a German nigga, whatever the fuck. Damn, son. Fuck. Second best city. For the tie with Vegas, Philadelphia. Oh, really? I love there. Mm-hmm. I heard you talking about that on uh, Jordan's podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because you were saying that. I think I had just gotten back. Yeah. Yeah. You were saying that like they're like, like we might almost be at that level. But like you said, that they were like way more competitive. Yeah. They're a little more competitive. But they're, they still have the comedian camaraderie that we do. Okay. But it's like. Uh, the, some of the fundamental differences is that are that uh, when you come in and sign up, there is no list. They're gonna come get you when it's time to go up, oh. and that makes people stick around. So now you got comedians who are actually in the room, which sometimes helps. Pull on, you, you know what I mean? Johnny Collins. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that he did that, dude. I, I just remember when he like he started that. And everybody was just so butthurt. Like, I, I mean, it was annoying. Just like, so you said, like, they get you, like, right when you're about to go up? Yeah, so they'll get you. Well, maybe maybe one thing that um, I missed in that. Well, no, they didn't. But one thing they could do is be like, next is Eddie Sherman. And, and on the on the deck, on deck, yeah, is yeah, Eddie, yeah. however they do it. And yeah, then on the deck and then in the hole or whatever. In the yeah. hole or something is Chris Johnson and you know, okay. like that. And so that way you know you're getting ready to go up. But it also keeps people in the room instead on the fucking patio. Dude, yeah. But here's the other thing, what they, they did in Philly. The killers would, sh- would, would have a little huddle outside of the venue. And they'd be taking turns like I had a thought, you know, because you don't have mics. You try not to do the same thing every time when you're trying to read the room. Maybe your regular barista joke is not for yeah. this room. So you're like, I had one thought like and, and they shuffle it around a little bit. You know what I mean? And, and the bums can't get in that circle. They didn't know who I was. I was from out of town. I didn't talk to anybody, but I was trying to find some weed desperately. So I inserted myself in this circle and everybody was like, Arr! What is he doing over here? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so uh yeah, they have a little hierarchy there, but it's oh. it's it's constructive and it's for a reason. You know what I mean? I feel like Columbus is getting better. Oh yeah. Or yeah, like when I first started I think we're top ten in the country. Because I feel like when I first started, this is not a knock on like Nick Glass or anybody who was hosting at that time. I just like it felt different than it is now and maybe it's because they have two every week now like at the shrunken head Mm -hmm. because like the shrunken head was like the place Mm -hmm. and like the old rules were you had to show up at six sign up and the show didn't start until like fucking nine and that is that how far how long it was yeah it was fucking late dude like because like i remember i'd have to get off of work 
I would get there and then I would literally have to be there and sometimes you'd be last and then you'd have to wait until fucking midnight and you're like, dude, I just spent six hours at an open mic. Mm. Like this is nuts. Yeah, I like I like the the not I like having the convenience of being able to DM the host. Yeah, or like show up an hour before the show. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that's that's super nice, and I feel like I noticed after the pandemic for sure because like a lot of the you know a lot of you black comedians started doing throwing mics and shit like that, and mm. I started showing up to these mics like the time that was say on the flyer. And then everybody would show up like an hour later. And I was like, bro, what? <laughs> Red Rock, I showed up like when the sign up said on the fucking flyer. Mm. And then I showed up and do not a single person was there for like an mm-hmm. hour and a half. And then one other comedian was like, hey, where's the sign up at? And I was like, I don't know, dude. That's, <laughs> that how, was... that's how it was in Vegas, too, though. Oh, was it? Those mics are all mixed except for like one or two. And uh, they don't show. I, I was on time. And I had and ended up going first, and, you know. <laughs> and so it was like a waste. I ended up and I'm 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 going first in a mic where the host fucking rapped a song instead of dude. Hosting, oh. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, <laughs> now I gotta turn the tides from this fucking mediocre rap guy. And dude, it, that it, was I was like, <laughs> if you're black, you can rap. It doesn't mean you should. <laughs> you know. that's so funny dude yeah man i feel like that was definitely that was a fun mic i feel like that tuesday mic was definitely one that i felt like i had more fun after Mm -hmm. i left even if like my set wasn't that great i felt like because of how interactive the audience was even though at some points it was like all right you guys are gonna shut the fuck up but like it was like i like when the when the crowd is reactive you know what i mean even if True. it's not laughing yeah. Yeah. even if it's like like i got awed there and i was like <laughs> you motherfuckers because there's uh, <laughs> uh, something about a purely black audience that edits your material more strongly than any other audience you know what i mean yeah if you really think about it and i'm gonna start saying this at that mic is that uh, those particular people are the demographic that makes what's cool cool yeah for the world yeah and it's a very small percentage of human beings as far as the planet goes yeah so like it's it's important to be able to make those people happy yeah and that's like the thing that sucks though is that like those people like crazy ass comedy and then then you know what i mean it's like as soon as that gets out everyone's like whoa that comedy is crazy like i have so many like black patrons like at like bars or whatever they come mm-hmm. up to me like hey dude i loved your shit and i was like great, man. dude it's so not weird. great for ticket sales because they, they yeah because because they, they don't they, well, they sneak in and they don't tip <laughs> and they bring their own alcohol but dude i i watched that one time bro they had a i watched a girl pull out a fucking whole 750 like a, it was like a Ciroc bottle mm-hmm. or Grey Goose. It was one. It was it was like one of the big ones. And I was Outer like, titties, like, how did you how did you fit that shit in there? And it's like sometimes, tits. dude. Sometimes clown card tits, dude. Sometimes I see that shit and I'm just like, I'm not gonna say anything. You guys, you guys, obviously are. If I tell on you, it's gonna be worse. Listen, you know, man, listen, man. When you when you when you when you don't have shit. <laughs> you learn how to make it. You oh, know what I mean? yeah, for sure. I know. I know all about that fucking shit, dude. It's like that's why uh, black business was so crazy 
in in COVID because you had people, whites who were not used to being poor and owned half a million dollar businesses and had $40,000 worth of credit debt yeah. and were sinking in the pandemic and were like, what are we going to do? <laughs> like, fuck, don't answer the phone. Yeah. Keep, you know what I mean? So they getting rid of businesses for half price and niggas like us is like, all right, give me that. You know I, mean? <laughs> I know how to dodge the creditor for two years <laughs> while I get this shit together. You know what I mean? So uh, you you own residences. Yeah, real estate. How many uh, How many do you own? I'm down to three now. Cause I'm oh, down to three? Yeah. I had seven at one point. Oh, shit. But the prices go up so high for shit. I'm like, you'll give me what? <laughs> cash cash and check hell yeah one time one time a guy i, I bought a house for eight eighteen thousand dollars um i might have put it was a double so two-sided i might have put um ten twelve thousand dollars in each on each side fixing it up and it wasn't great but it was uh close to children's hospital and then I so I rented it out for a, a number of years, maybe two or three. And I made a lot of money back just renting them out, seven, eight hundred per door. And uh, I get a call from this guy. He's like, "You want to sell?" Like harassing me though. You want to sell this house? You want to sell Fairwood? You want to sell Fairwood? I'm like, "Nah, man, shut the fuck up." Calling me from different <laughs> numbers and shit. Shut the fuck up. And then one day, uh, I don't know why, but I, I answered. I knew it was him. I was like two hundred ten thousand, and I don't want to talk about it. Bah. <laughs> Text. He's like, "I'll see what I can do." I he did it. Damn. I, I said cash. I, like, I don't want no long closing calls, and I'm not changing shit. I'm not doing nothing to the house. I get there, some fucking Lamborghinis outside, and the, the, the guy sent him. He sent me the money before I even sat down. My account's like, dude. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm sort of addicted to that. So, uh, you uh, are you in like investing and shit too? Well, I don't want to buy anything. It's too high here. Well, I'm just talking like investing. Oh, and other stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, right now, I'm just. I don't want to say investing in me, but you know, just yeah. my emotional health is uh, my biggest concern right now. You know, I don't. You know, How you doing, by the way? Hmm. Uh, I, I I do better and better as time goes by, but I'm cycling within that. Okay. So my grief, you know, my daughter died. It's like, it's like I go back, I sink into the sunken place I call it sometimes, and then I have a great two weeks. I had a, my first only two week consecutive days worth of feeling healthy. Yeah. You know? I'm glad that you brought that up because I actually did kind of want to bring it up. That's why I was asking you the other day. I was like, hey, is there anything? You know what I mean? I just want to make sure. So, like, can I ask, like, what happened? How old was she? Like, what happened? Like, what was going on? I can't. If I say the ending, what about what happened? You don't quite understand that she had um, sort of mental or emotional problems from the beginning (laughs) oh shit how old was she she was 15 when she died but when she was uh i think my ex told me that as early uh, i forgot about this but it was like as early as three or four she spazzed out on the 
on the daycare people and tried to run out of the daycare for whatever reason. And my family is on my side. My dad's side of the family are all pretty like wild. You know what I'm saying? Like my grandma killed a nigga. My I got two uncles that killed niggas. Like shit, <laughs> they're really violent. You know what I mean? The women, I can't take them to restaurants. They they get upset with the waitresses, and you know it's always it's always a big thing. And um, so and then again, my daughter six at six years old. You know, at the kitty table, like down here, the kindergarten or something. The teacher says, "No, you can't have this crayon." She's like, "What, bitch?" <laughs> Bites her. Damn. Police holding her down, trying to keep her from running away. She's fighting the principal. <laughs> she only fought grown-ups her whole life, and she had maybe five or six of these episodes where she would lose it. Never did it to me. You know, we had we were really close. Maybe closer than her and her mother. And um, then, uh, you know, she was, you know, 15, hormones, boyfriend, sexually active, divorced her and her mother and I. It was, you know, just all of the, she had a perfect storm of things that had her, made her lose it. And, um, Oh man, she tore. I mean, every anything glass in the house that night, she she broke. Damn. Uh, Eighty-five inch TV. She stabs it to shreds. Brand new sectional. Cuts it the fuck up. Laptop. <laughs> Food. <laughs> you know, and then you know she lost control and took her own life. Fuck. And so that was when you got divorced or like yeah, that was uh maybe two years after the divorce but it was fresh for her you know yeah not have you know needing a mother and living with me full time and not really having access to her mother the way that she may have wanted um a host of things just shit dude yeah well i fucking I just want to say that, like, I'm fucking glad that you're getting back out there. Because, like, when you when you told me about it, I, like, I felt fucking broken, dude. Mm. I was like, God damn it, dude. Like, I love Chris. Mm. Why would this happen? Thank you. Yeah, dude. It's just like, I just feel like, you know, it's important. One of the things that, at least for me, and this is just, like, depression in general, and something that I've noticed recently is that like hanging out with the people that you enjoy is like the only thing that can truly heal, you know, oh, yeah. all the things. Cause it's like, and you know, what's crazy. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Um, um, with go having gone, gone through this, uh, my emotional aptitude is very low. Like I can, I, if I take a phone call, if I wake up at 10 a.m., take a phone call from somebody who gets on my fucking nerves at 11, I'm asleep again by 12. There's no way. I, like, I couldn't have a job right now. Well, I'm getting better now. Um, but you said ha being around people that you, that you love or whatever. Yeah. It's comedians for me. Yeah. It's not my family. It's not friends from 
pre-comedy. Yeah. Like, it's just I, you guys. And I, and, I feel, and I feel the same way, dude. And it's like, and I've noticed this a lot with, like, Death Goldblum or, like, Tim's. Like, recently, like, I've been talking to a lot, uh, to Alex Tim's a lot. Mm. And uh, even, like, Brian Harris. Like, mm. you know what I mean? It's just, like, the more I see them and the more, like, we chat and everything, it's just, like, you just get closer and you're just, like, dude, like, I, I wish every like maybe not maybe this is a, a bad wish i kind of wished though that like more people had like the personalities of like comedians <laughs> where it's just like where it's like a lot of times we're just like shooting the shit it's like i'm so sick and tired of like all of this like like in, in the in workplace like inauthenticity yeah like you can't say this you know all these people are saying bullshit and it's like all these people are talking shit behind your back and mm. it's like bro like like the reason why i like hanging out with everybody is that like people say ridiculous shit even if it like hurts your feelings a little mm. bit like mm. they'll say it and it's like it's not necessarily coming from a place where they're like oh i fucking hate you or whatever but it's like you know honest exactly and it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean anything negative towards each other exactly if we can't tell each other this is what i say if you and i cannot be honest about our starting points in life we can never truly meet exactly in the middle yeah so wherever you come from or whatever you're going through whatever whoever you know we just talked about how america is what it is it has been that way from its inception yeah it's not your fault it's not mine whoever Mm. you are even if you're like you know mitch mcconnell exactly let's meet in the middle Uh, yeah and i think the elite is like like i was saying like with the classism earlier i think that like one of the things that kind of sucks is that we have a lot of people who go to college who are reading about all this shit about people suffering, but they've never actually suffered. And it's like so nuts to me because it's like, that's, that's like why like we, and we've talked about this like outside a lot where like, you know, where like black people, like I do fairly okay in black crowds, like people like me. And it's like, it's like, why is that? And it's just like, I'm just like a little bit more relatable. You know, and it's like, I, yeah. I can't say that I, I've gone into the store and someone started calling me, you know, the N word or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, I lived with a fucking eviction notice on my fucking door yeah. my entire life. <laughs> I fucking didn't have food. I went and lived with like a foster mom, yeah. you know, for until I graduated. So it's yeah. like, it's just like interesting to me how all these people are trying to tell poor people how we should live. Mm. And it's like, <laughs> and it's like all these rules that it's like, Oh, we're going to make these rules for all these rich people. But the only people that it affects are people like who are making under like $50,000 a year. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's, um, it's funny that yeah, yeah, you're right. I think, uh, uh, Benjamin Franklin said, we'll do it. America will do everything. They'll get it right. But we'll do it everything the wrong way first. Yeah, I, I've, I've jacked that up. But that's how, that's essentially what he said. So I'm at least happy that we're having these conversations or whatever. But I think the news is fucking it up, though. Yeah, the news is taking us a couple steps back. Yeah, and because and and this is actually why I started comedy. I so have late. a QAnon tenant, by the way. Do you? Yeah, but go ahead. Oh shit! No, I don't really white know. or black. Are there black QAnons? Fucking Candace Owens was he? Oh, well. <laughs> she's a paid, she's a paid sponsor, QAnon sponsor. You know, I'm not talking about Candace Owens. I'm talking about uh, Homegirl, the girl that I brought over to the open mic. 
When was this? The, the bro. Yeah, bro. Oh, she was one. Yeah. Stop it. No, no she wasn't. Yeah. No. Yes. Yes. That's why everyone calls her Candace Owens pussy. <laughs> I don't. I'm blown, bro. I don't. I almost. I don't want to buy it, bro. You see, she, bro. We were at the bar, and she said something about COVID, and but she said it. It was like something like COVID, uh, being like a population thing, and I was like, population control. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was like, who do you support? And she was like, I supported Trump. And I was like, I started laughing in her face. I was laughing so oh hard God. i like felt bad because i was like that's oh. why she swiped on you she thought you were one of them uh, <laughs> dude we, we didn't even swipe like that she lives right there oh really dude <laughs> we're talking shit she lives right <laughs> i wear a maga hat for some oh, oh dude that's what everyone keeps saying and she got she's got the chest tattoo mm-hmm. and everything philly philly chick wow dude it's not i didn't know that yeah I missed out. She, yeah, she's, yeah. She hasn't talked to me in a minute, so I don't know if she hates me or whatever, but. Yeah, I got a QA on it. I've never talked about it out loud, so I don't want to waste many <laughs> minutes, but shit, it's crazy. I just, I'll, 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 I'll end with probably what's going to be the punchline, which is after this guy gets his ass beat in my house that I rent to him and some other guys because this is a sober house so there's three different rooms that people rent the room from me oh so it's not they came out of a shelter okay it's a sober house not supposed to drink or anything like that some dude beats his ass there's two two sides of the story I don't want to hear either one but the guy's in my face like I was assaulted and I'm like look and but he's always getting assaulted by some guy in that house he's been there for a while and it's always a problem with him and somebody else and it's never his fault so I'm like look the only way this works is and what I was going to say was you sign a contract to say if you get into trouble with anybody else it's your fault and you got to leave because I'm tired of this shit but he interrupts me and says is if a black guy so I go (laughs) <laughs> so I'm like, the only way this works, Ronnie, is is if a black guy. And I'm like, I'm really hurt, really. You know what I mean? Because he never, I never introduced race in any of our conversations. Yeah. And I level with him. I know what he is, but I talk to him, you know, and try to. And he texts, emails me afterwards. He's like, that was a great talk. I love talking to you. I hope we could do that again. And then, you know, a couple more doses of Fox News. And he's like, <laughs> Dude, it is. He never finished his sentence because I'm probably made a face. I didn't. Mean, <laughs> I didn't mean to. But it's so funny to me how how blatant the news is. Like you know what I mean? Like like Fox News is so ridiculous. It's like it's almost like watching. Um, I don't know. Like fucking like the History Channel. You know what I mean? Where it's like like. They have true stuff they're talking about, but they like take it to this whole another level. And then you also have like the other side, then too, like CNN, you know, yeah. saying Joe Rogan taking Horace Dewormer or whatever. And it's just yeah. like, you know, can we just get the stories? Like, yeah, the news used, used to be should ideally be unbiased. Yeah, like it's almost like everything's like an onion article now, like but literally. They, but they make they want money, 
Yeah, money, money is the corruption, the, the corrupting piece of it, and so they stay on the news is twenty four hours. So how can you? There's yeah. not twenty four hours in the day worth of shit to talk about. <laughs> it's happening. So they gotta make up shit. Bro, my life, my normal life isn't like worth talking about. Like it's all, it's so hard for me to like tell stories because I'll be like telling it how it happened, and then it's like, all right, dude, cool. <laughs> I start doing this. When people tell stories that they get way too long. Oh, dude, my end up down here. Bro, my up. favorite is when you're smoking with people and they do the, oh yeah, is that right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's crazy, bro. Great, wow, <laughs> wow, bro. Oh shit, man. Yeah, I that's, mean that's pretty much what I do to get laid. Oh, really? Wow, for real, dude. I'm I'm so good at opening the door, but I can never get it closed. Like literally, like I had a girl go to unbutton like a button on my shirt, mm -hmm. and then I didn't sleep with her. <laughs> yeah, I'm, <laughs> bad. I'm bad too. I'm bad too. <laughs> I don't know if it's the social awkwardness. It might be, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Something about it's something about I don't know. I hope it's not a comedian thing, but I'll, I'll take it if that's what it has to <laughs> yeah. be. Fuck it. You know? I was gonna say I was gonna go celibate, you know, just become a monk or some I pretty shit. Pretty much, yeah. Like me and me and porn are really close. Now, yeah. So, <laughs> who's your favorite porn star? Uh, you know, I go through phases. Like I do uh, favorite comedians. You know what I mean? So, right so who's now, your favorite so, porn star and favorite comedian right now? So right now it's Don Rickles and Gabby Carter. <laughs> Ooh, I've never heard of either of those guys. <laughs> well, I've heard of Rickles. Uh, Don Rickles is probably one of the uh, masters of crowd work. Okay, mm -hmm. dude, I need to I need to work on that mm -hmm. because like I what I'll do is I'll like do like twenty seconds, and it's like good for like ten, and then the last ten mm -hmm. seconds are like oh. He's losing it, and then I just go into my set because I'm just like, I do not know how. Tucker's really good at it. Tucker, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like you. when like I first started, naturally, yeah, when I first started comedy, that guy was fucking. He was he was like, I was like, bro, I want to be kind of like that because he was just like so. When he first started, like he's not as I. He still is crazy, but like. He was like calling people fuckers, like mm. bitches, like cunts. Like it was like crazy. And I was like, whoa, this guy is nuts. Yeah. And it's all like just him talking. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's great. That's great. I will say that like I've, I've heard like some people like talk shit about crowd work because they're like, oh, it's not like. It's not coming. Yeah. Or those are the same. I mean, you can be a purist and talk that shit. But really, the, at the end of the day, uh, the job is to make people laugh. And if you're doing that, then that's okay. You know, and one of the rules is that it, it, you're on stage and you're riding on the relationship with the audience. So that's how else, you know, you can't refute that. Now, if you're in a contest or something or, you know, yeah. it's a structured in a way, whatever the show is structured in a way that, you know, that's not really conducive to their. Have you done any contests? Nah, nah, I don't, nah. I don't think I'm interested in the prize. I don't think I'm interested in the competition in that way. You know, I don't think I want to bring people to support me like that so I can get yeah. the most applause or something. Yeah, because that's how it is, right? It's a uh, it's like. 
it's based off of like audience, like the first like round or whatever, right? Yeah, it's I like, think the judges sort of pick a few guys, and then the crowd sort of helps them out. Helps love. Were they uh, this guy? What about this guy? Let's, uh, let's try it again. Who's you know? Interesting. Yeah, I don't. I don't really want to do that. I mean, you know, if you remember in the pandemic when we didn't have any mics, all of a sudden I started throwing shows just so we could have stages to, yeah. to practice on, and that sort of grew. And so, like now, I don't. I You're the uh, Cap City Comics guy. I guess. I mean, yeah. I've been trying to like get you to actually like admit it, like because every time I ask you, like it's all of us, man. Mm. We're all Cap City Comics. <laughs> like you, mother. <laughs> who clicks publish on the motherfucking <laughs> post? That's what I want to know. Well, I'm giving a few guys uh, access to it. Okay, know? so so, so not... who who would you say is it like you, I Samson? Say, I would say uh, HB has been like like a godsend what is he going to school for is he going to school for like business or something cookies or uh, cookies. cream i don't know <laughs> like it's not, it's well, not he seems like he's like he's like that uh cokehead that we met in mm-hmm. the beginning but he's like getting shit done actually yeah man Fucking i was gonna say yeah he's a, he like him and samson have definitely i'm like watching like what yale and chris fucking samson hb fucking you you just kind of floating everywhere because you just kind of got your hands and everything mm. like i because it's like you cap city comics they do what the dolphin lounge that's you guys right yeah and then what other ones Bottoms up coffee shop okay we just did natalie's last night okay. we'll probably be in there first part of the year 2022 hell yeah um and then we used to get scully's but they kicked us out so do they not like us uh, I think they really like this. I think they really like this. But, you know, it's about money. And it yeah. should be. And the Tuesday mics got weak over the last, you know, couple months. Now, do you think that, like, potentially that, like, some of the issues for this whole issue, like, for, like, comedy scene, like, trying to get people to these open mics and stuff like that, do you think they could maybe be somewhat, a little bit of, like, the establishment's fault? Like, because it's, like, a lot of these places have, like, instagrams or they have facebook's mm-hmm. and it's like hey if you know you're gonna have something at your fucking establishment you know yeah. post something about yeah. it what you know there are some venues that don't do that there are venues that do more than others yeah like natalie's is really great like they really helped they really like they they put the flyer together they put the event together they advertise to their uh following well see that's what i'm talking about it's like if you go to scully's on like monday or whatever and you see and you see like a flyer that says tuesday open mic not right now yeah the guy probably wants to but he's probably got a lot going on in his life he needs to put the right person in the right place and i just feel like that's like for like everybody like i feel like i mean the shrunken head i don't do they does like the shrunken head actually post? I don't anything? know if they have a following like that, but like a lot of people just know what it is. Yeah, and they kind of remember that there always has been some yeah. sort of comedy there. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, uh, so that's what back to Cap City Comics is like. I'm trying to gather a following in the city of people who like comedy and yeah. don't necessarily want to go to the funny bone all the time and you know this is local this is raw you know this is up, up and coming people and you know the, if they if they're into cap city then they'll see me post your podcast they'll see me post um all the mics that we do and all of the shows that everybody throws you know 
Yeah, and then hopefully we can be a little more cooperative and not cannibalize each other by throwing shows on the same day. Bro, that's like we were just talking about this. I was talking about how like I the whole reason I want to start this podcast is one, I want to know everybody because it's like, yeah, we're out, but it's like I can't. It's it's kind of hard to like talk about your life. When you're like just chilling out and hanging out and having a good time, you know what I mean? And you're just trying to like yeah. find out like the, you know what I mean? I'm not going to ask you about your daughter yeah. like at yeah. the open mic because yeah. then it's going to fuck up your set. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah. so it's like, I'd rather do that in like a personal setting where it's like, yeah. Hey, let me know Chris a little bit more. Let me know the other comics a little bit more. And then also on top of that, you know, kind of try to do what these other comics are doing <clears throat> with their podcast and like network. And it's yeah. like, and I think that's another thing that Cap City is, should be doing or trying to do is because uh, some people see us on fly. Like some people, if you watch uh, the Facebook ads and Instagram ads when you post flyers to your show, 3,000 people saw it. 400 reacted to it. And that's going to equate to like four people showing up. But if those 2,000 people or half of those 2,000 people could click on something that would give a bio like who is this eddie sherman looking yeah. at this nigga? you know what i'm saying if they had some inclination oh like i like this guy he's sort of black oh he's not he's not as rich <laughs> he's not as well off as i was oh, like where's my extra end card i gotta, I gotta send this guy <laughs> yeah. i might go see that you know what i'm saying That's... And it, a picture doesn't do that and neither does the words in the bio like, yeah some people most people you know don't even read that yeah i was gonna say yeah, I mean, we could figure out something. I feel like, you know, it's like a... Right now, we're just trying to figure out how to... We're all trying to figure out how to grow. And it's like everyone's done it already. But now you have to do it different than all these other people. Because if you do it the exact same way, it's like, oh, it's like mm. another fucking Dane Cook. Another fucking, mm. you know, this guy. It's like... Yeah, and you can't... And, you know, Jason Banks would be the example here. Like, we don't, you know... You're not going to... You're not going to recreate what he did. Yeah. I mean, dude. Yeah, man. I, I love that guy. Now you might use social media (laughs) to, you know, that's something we all have to do. Yeah. The way he did it. Fuck that. You're not, you're not doing that. If you did, you're just biting him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dude, he, I, I just remember the one time we were at the open mic and it was when I had long hair and I had gone up and then he was right after me. And then he had made a joke about, he was like, He's like, man, I was looking at you from behind, and I was like, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna smash some of that tonight. And then you walked up and you had a beard, and I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that sort of sounds like him too. <laughs> I try. I, tr- I, I feel like I'm pretty good at impersonations. Yeah, yeah that, like it takes me a little bit. I'm trying to get Tim's voice down. Tim Allen. No, no, Tim, Al- Alex Tim's. Alex Tim's. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he's like. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's hard. It's like a, but it's like, it's, it's better. It's like more stonery than I can even do. It's like, I don't even know how to do it. Some people are intimidated by me. It's no reason though. I'm not going to hurt anybody. I was like, maybe, maybe they think I'm black though, because I can do it like a pretty good Barack Obama impression. Yeah. All right. Ready? Uh, hold on. I need a drink. Hold on. Where's my Mountain Dew? Uh, is it over there? Okay. I mean, never mind. Uh, my fellow Americans, we're working really hard to bring Americans closer together. <laughs> As you can see here, Chris Johnson, hardworking fella, father of eight kids, uh, works 
20 jobs. Do the, uh, uh, let me be clear. Uh, <laughs> don't get it twisted. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's sometimes like, like I have to like work on it though. Like yeah. it's like doing voice impersonations mm-hmm. is almost like singing. Mm. So it's like, how I got okay at it. Like there are some voices that like I do that aren't like my, my Donald Trump isn't like Donald Trump. It's just like the, the typical, uh, you fade, you know, just like that. But like someone like Shane Gillis, his Donald Trump is great. But like Mm -hmm. it's when I was growing up, I just did a lot of singing and Mm -hmm. I I was like really into like tenacious D Mm -hmm. fucking weird Al Yankovic and everything. (laughs) And dude, (laughs) fucking warm up and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Elongated vulva. Elongated vulva. <laughs> Elongated vulva. Motherfucker. Oh, shit, dude. I fucking love you, Chris. You're a fucking great guy. I love you, too, bro. Fucking, you uh, doing any shows uh, this week? So, uh, uh, this November 20. November 20th? What day is That's that? Springfield. That's a Saturday, though. Okay, hell yeah. Springfield. Springfield, November 20th? Yeah. Um, Any and, other uh, Cap City comic shows that you want to... Yeah, I think we're done for the year. Uh, okay. We might do a, a First Fridays, Franklinton First Fridays thing. Okay. Uh, that'll be cool. All right. Definitely, you should come to that. And then and then December 18th, I'm in Cincinnati. But Dude, fuck yeah. Well... Those are the places that you can see Chris Johnson, everybody. Uh, Thanks for listening, and you guys have a fucking great day. Mm -hmm. Suck it.